Subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Ninja Selling Podcast. We appreciate you joining us from all over the globe. We got a kind of a quick hit episode today. So if you are traveling somewhere and you're going to be there soon, don't worry. You're probably going to be able to fit this in. If you're going for a long run, you get to listen to more than one episode today. So if you guys want to join our Facebook group, you've heard this before. Go to facebook.com slash group slash The Ninja Selling Podcast. That said, Garrett, today we're going to talk about choosing your camp and avoiding the noise. I don't think we were able to decide on what we really wanted to call it, but they're kind of a similar thing here. So I'll pitch it over to you because you threw this topic out there, which I think is good. I mean, this happens all the time, but specifically right now we're seeing it happen a lot. Yeah. Well, it is something that happens all the time. And Matt, I just want to compliment you on your intro with the Facebook group because I don't know why I butcher that every time and it just like flows off your tongue. It sounds so good. It is a gift that you have. I just want to compliment you on that. Thank you. Thank you. I was built for radio or podcasting or whatever it is. I guess uh, I guess that's just, just the way it is. I was built for something else. Definitely have the face for it. I'll say that. You're a good looking guy, Matt. Don't knock yourself down like that. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. This came up because uh, we're seeing it happen a lot right now. I mean, I'm hearing it from owners of companies. I'm hearing it from agents and offices that there's this division, a camp, two camps that are kind of growing. The ones that are kind of figuring out how to make this business work right now. And the ones that are running around going, there is no business. The sky is falling. What do we do? How are we going to make this work? Oh my gosh, it's the quietest time we've ever seen in real estate. And it's funny because Matt, it's funny from our perspective that it can happen like a division in offices, a division in sometimes people that share an office space, share an office together, and you've got one that's cranking busy and the other one that's not. And this is not new, as you said. I've been tracking this and watching this for years where you sit down with somebody and you go, explain the marketplace to me. And they're like, well, here's our busy times. Here's our quiet times. Here's where I make the most amount of money every year. And then you talk to a person that literally shares a wall with them and they tell me the exact opposite of what's going on in the marketplace, like the exact where they make their money, where the busy times or the quiet times are. And it's like, is it the marketplace? Who's really in control of this? Like, is it the market or is it some perspective that you've chosen to have about the market and where your business happens and what makes you be successful? And I'm not buying it. Like, I don't think either one of you are right. No. And, and I think in this times, you start to see the spread kind of go to more of one side. Like when times are good, there's more people who feel good. So maybe you're like 50-50, let's just say. And right now you're creeping to that 80-20 where 20% are like, no, things are good. Perspective matters also from a quick stat perspective, volume matters as well. You as an individual agent play such a small role in the number of homes that sell nationwide every year and probably even in your area. And I'm talking about you as an individual agent. If you're a brokerage or if you have a massive team, you're like, well, I'm this much market share. Good for you. You're still probably not most of it. I don't know anybody who has 51% market share in an area. That would be, I mean, kudos. <laughs> that would be amazing. But you look at it like we play such a small part of the total volume. So you don't have to trend with the market necessarily. You can create your own trends because you're within the whole thing. And we've mentioned this before. Closings happen every single day. Even in 08, 09, there were still over 4 million homes that sold nationwide each of those years, which is a lot of homes when you think about it. It's not the 7 million of last year, but it's still a lot of homes. So 
that's the first piece of perspective that I think is required for this. But Garrett, then you get into these office places and I have some agents that like, I don't even want to go to the office because I don't want to hear people talking about how bad it is because I don't want that in my mindset. And that's a choice. Part of that's a choice. I find the ones that are crushing it right now, one of their things where I'm like, what are you hearing around the office? And the number one answer is I'm literally not trying to be around it. I'm limiting the amount of time. I have a gentleman that he, about a year and a half ago, moved his office to a remote location. And I just recently, he's one of the only ones in this office that is hammered down, cranking in business, going like, I am busier than I've ever been. And I asked him about the office. He goes, well, I'm a little bit of like kind of a weird situation because I'm totally removed from it. I was like, well, that's an interesting thing to pay attention to. Like, huh. Do you think that's a coincidence that you're the one that's got the hammer down and cranking in business and everybody else that I work with in the office is kind of going like, it's pretty slow right now. Oh man, what a good example, right? And that should be somebody screaming into a megaphone to brokers and managers right now of, I need to keep the negative noise out of the office if I want my best people to show up to the office because they don't want to be around it. And for good reason, because I mean, doing this with your mental health in general, right? The more you avoid watching and reading the news, the more you avoid negative people, you feel better. I feel better when I don't pay attention to that stuff. Not saying you're not being informed, but like when you're not paying attention to the day-to-day BS that's out there, you actually start to feel better. You start to perform better. Your brain operates at a better level. And in this business, that's going to allow you to find more opportunity. It's going to allow you to identify more life changes, build up a bigger warm list, ask better questions of your people, which, oh, surprise, surprise, leads to more closings for you too. It's amazing. Well, and Matt, interesting in office spaces, and this is just psychology in general, that we look for people that are experiencing like for like for us. It makes us feel comfortable. Not necessarily the good stuff. It's whatever's like for like. So if we had a really bad transaction, we're not going to go into the office walking around going like, hey, did you have a home run today? Did you have a great transaction? Did you have a great transaction? We go in going like, I just had the worst transaction of my life. And you start to find people that are like, oh man, I just had a doozy also. Like, oh, just took me down this like, oh really? You had one? And then somebody walks in and goes like, I got a worse one for you. Like, hear about this one that I had last week. And it just starts to snowball in this weird way. Nobody really comes in and says, let me tell you about my home run. You got a home run? Let me tell you about my home run. I just had these most amazing clients I just worked with. Hey, you just did this event and you had all these great opportunities that came out of it. Way to go, man. Like, Keep it up. That's not the typical water cooler conversation that happens. It's the other one. It's a shame. It is a shame, but it's kind of natural psychology of, when we're looking for therapy, when we're looking for someone to talk to because we're kind of in a weird place, we start looking for like for like, and then we find others and we go, oh, it's okay. It's not just me. John had a bad transaction too. Sally had a bad transaction. Man, must kind of be the thing that's going on here right now. It's quiet for you, quiet for me too. Let's talk about that. How quiet is it? Really quiet? Oh, damn, me too. Really quiet. Ah, darn it. And we just keep finding more and more and more of this stuff where it's very different. And this is why these people that I think are running outside the pack right now are protecting themselves from those conversations. They're creating their own reality of what's going on here, which is really, it is reality. Like that they're making it happen. It's like, be thankful for being a little bit dumb about what everybody else is actually experiencing. Like, sweet, enjoy. 
Oh, yeah. Well, it's funny you mentioned that too, because that's typically what then people will say if you're not paying attention to the noise. They'll be like, well, you're not, you're not being informed or, oh, Garrett doesn't really know what's going on anyway. And so it's almost like you get shamed because they want to validate their own poor performance. And so, oh, we're going to shame Garrett for his great performance and just be like, he's just getting lucky. That's all that's happening. But then when you go like two years down the road, you're like, man, I probably should have been hanging out with Garrett. I had a guy years ago, and again, we chose in 2004 to remove our TV from our house and shut down all news platforms. And we did that for 10 years in our household. So 2004 to 2014, we had zero TV in the house. When I turned on my computer, it turned on to the comedy station. It actually didn't turn on to like the news networks and like that. I think I'm just going to forget to like sign up for TV when we move to our next house and see what happens. Dude, it's, it's a blessing. There's board games. There's all kinds of crazy stuff you can do with your family. You guys will talk. It's an amazing thing. Really good for your kids, by the way. But I had people that came to me, one person specific, that literally was frustrated with me for making that choice because I was uneducated to what was going on in the world. They still printed newspapers back in the day, right? The internet existed. I talk to like 30 people a day. Like I'm like, believe me, if, if something's happening out there that's massive, it only caught me off guard one time, which was the tsunami that happened in India. And I'm sitting there having a conversation. They're like, oh my gosh, it's tragic what happened over the weekend. And I'm like, what happened over the weekend? I have no idea what's going on. But I figured it out and I was informed and I then decided to go look for certain information that I wanted to find personally for myself. It is interesting though, the person that was really making the biggest stink about it, about me not knowing what was happening, was also at that moment, one of the people that was probably the most miserably tied up in ah, our world, what's happening and all this stuff. And it was contaminating all of his day and his world. And when we get on coaching calls and we talk about like the effects of the world and how it was going to affect the marketplace and business and people needing to buy or sell homes, I was like, can you just let it go? Like, isn't it maybe a good thing to maybe to be uninformed about some of this stuff? Because it is ruining your business. It is ruining your perspective on your day-to-day -day life right now. Like, it's not making you a better person. We need to be very careful about the information that we let in that really has a massive effect. Like, what really does have an effect on our day-to-day -day life? Maybe we can let a lot of it go. Maybe we can let the water cooler talk at the office go. Maybe as brokers, we can create an environment where we can celebrate wins and not downfalls. It's just a flywheel. It just continues to get momentum and, and gets out of control. It's what happens. Yeah. And so I think as individuals, you know, this is the point. You have a choice. You get to choose which, which camp do you want to be in, and you get to choose which noise do you want to surround yourself with. Every time you pick up the TV remote. You have a choice. Every time you engage in a conversation, I'm not saying people should avoid the office, but when you go into the office, you can choose how you want to engage in those conversations. And I would encourage managers and brokers, like in your break room or by the water cooler, put up signs that say, hey, share something you're grateful for today or talk about a win that you had. Like Put prompts because this does become a non-conscious cycle. I don't want people who fall into the negative trap to feel bad because a lot of the times it's just your programming that's taking over and that's where you're at. So sometimes prompts can pull you out of it and you can see how quickly something can turn around by just saying, hey, why don't you just share something you're grateful for today? And if somebody's really resistant to it, they'll either just walk away or they'll try to play along, you know, but typically they won't try to bulldoze you with the negativity. So 
let's make the choice. Is that interesting thought? So, okay, so in Ninja, we have the energy quadrants. We have high positive, low positive, high negative, and low negative. What if just for fun, Matt, and I'm actually going to do this in my life. This is my experiment. I created this. If you want to be like, where did this ever come from? Garrett Fry is what started this. Putting a flag in the ground here. This is where it started. Yes. This is going to be how far you could take it if you want to, which I think I'm going to repurpose my whiteboard in my office. I'm going to draw the quadrants on it. And what if you took the people in your life, the ones you interact with day to day? We'll start with your office. And, I, and again, you made up a good point, Matt, which is we're not saying don't go into the office. I'm not saying that. But if I put the energy quadrants up and I said, okay, I have this opportunity. I just talked to Matt today. When I talk to Matt, what quadrant do I leave in after talking to Matt? Does Matt put me into a high positive? Does he put me into a low positive? Does he put me into a high negative or a low negative? And Matt, I'm very thankful that you in my life, I can put you on a very high positive quadrant. When we get done talking with you, I am a totally different energy. And I shouldn't say I came into it negative, but I know I can always leave from that conversation with you 90% of the time in a very high quadrant place, a high positive. I know my wife puts me into a high positive. I can put her name up there in this top corner. And again, we're looking majority of the time because there's always times, there are times that I will be like, wow, I'm in a very high negative place right now, leaving my conversation with my wife. That was fascinating. Majority. My kids, I know they can put me into a very high positive quadrant majority of the time. There are people I can see their faces pop up right now. My neighbor across the street, we're going to use him as this example. He has the ability of putting me into a low negative quadrant, not a high negative quadrant. Right. Just kind of that kind of drain of like, hey, how's it going today? Uh, it's all right. I'll I'll use an example that happened the other day. We have a very family-friendly neighborhood. You walk your dogs. People are out there all the time with their pets. And every once in a while, a dog will do its business on somebody's grass. And we have very nice dog walkers. They have their little blue baggies. They reach out and pick it all up, which I still haven't been able. That's why I don't walk my dogs because I'm not doing that. I have other ways of protecting people's neighborhoods, (laughs) front yards. Just avoid walking your dog. But they pick it up and they tie it and to not carry it with them, they leave it there on the side of the grass because when they walk back through, they pick it up and they take it home with them. So they don't have to do the entire walk with this bag of poo, which I'm totally okay with. They've bagged it up. They don't want to walk with it. They're taking care of their mess, which is wonderful. I saw my neighbor the other day driving out of his driveway, stops his car, gets out, takes his foot, kicks the bag out into the middle of the street, and then gets in his car and drives away kicks it towards my house. So now it's in between my house and his house, not where somebody can pick it up, where cars are going to run over it. And now it's out in the middle of the street. I went instantly into a high negative environment. It was not good. Where my wife is like, I'm just going to go out there and pick it up and throw it in our trash can just to get you to calm down for a second. (laughs) I was not, (laughs) not in a great spot. But I can pinpoint that neighbor and be like, who's somebody that I don't need to have too much interaction with? I don't need to spend too much time around. I'm not going to spend my time in the front yard going and trying to fix that energy. Just know I have other people. I have other neighbors that I can have amazing energy with and amazing connections with. And I'm going to spend more time with them in my office space. Map the people out in your office. Who are the desks that you can walk over to that spur like, like, Ah, let's 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 talk about how crappy this market is right now. And who are the ones that's like, it's you know, it's always pleasant talking with Mark. When I go over there and talk with Mark, he's always got fun stuff going on. He's always got little things that he's focusing on. And it never goes down that weird path. 
okay, now that I have it mapped out, it's like, okay, I have a choice now. I have all these people that bring better energy to my world. And I have all these people that when I talk, I kind of leave fired up or I leave and not in literally the best place. It's interesting how sometimes some of those people that we can commiserate with, that we actually leave with more kind of charged, it's with not, not really positive energy. We tend to go to that because we can relate and we can talk and we feel like we're getting things out. And we kind of don't go talk with these people that maybe aren't experiencing the same world that we're experiencing right now. What if we did? What if we went and just said, I'm going to focus all my energy with these people that are on the positive side, the ones on the negative side that kind of charge me a little bit? We're going to let those guys go a little bit. I'm going to do this experiment. I think it's great. And I think you can ask yourself the question, like, do I want to take that energy with me now? And where am I taking it? And as you choose to spend more time with people you see in these, the positive side, low positive is great too, by the way. And you will compound that energy as well. And you might start to attract more people out of it, particularly if you're aware. I find that's the biggest thing is personally being aware of what you're getting yourself into and choosing how you want to be in those states. And so, you know, if you feel like it's all bad and you're listening to this right now, choose to acknowledge that and turn it around because you do have a choice. Who are you talking to? Who are you surrounding yourself with? Who are the people that when you go to want to talk about what's happening in the world right now, who are you surrounding yourself with? It's funny, Matt, and this goes back to like certain cities, like during election times. <laughs> oh man, get ready. Get ready. There's certain cities, and I'm not going to point at directly the city and say, you're the one, but there are certain cities that like all of a sudden go like, let's all get together and talk about how bad the situation is right now. And you watch that whole group go just down the tubes and you're like going, come back, like stop analyzing this all together. Where there's other cities out there that are like, eh, it's not what we wanted, but you know what? Moving along, like going to just got to keep plugging along here. Got to keep putting food on the table. Got to keep living. Got to keep doing our thing. And you watch the energies change of these certain places. It's crazy to watch how we herd together and how we look like for like, I don't know. It's why I love psychology. Yeah. I would extend these choices to who you follow and spend time with on social media as well. You know, because you can audit who you want to see on those news feeds that you get. And a lot of times we tend to stop and pay attention to the negative ones, sometimes because they're entertaining, but sometimes because you either agree with it and you want to like be charged up in your echo chamber or you very much disagree with it and you want to get pissed off for some reason. <laughs> and so I would just consciously avoid those if you need to unfollow or unfriend some people to clean that up for yourself. Go ahead and do it. And same thing, even if you see people who you agree with just kind of being negative, you can still unfollow that too. That's not good for you either. Make your choices in all your venues to clean up your mind to avoid the noise so that you can choose the positive camp, I guess I'll call it. Because then you, you see great results from that. Just hide some of it. Just actively hide and position yourself in the world to just let some of that stuff go. Choose to focus in more of the positive areas. And again, I know for me, not having that TV in our household was one of the best things we ever did in our life. I still don't have access to the news easily. It takes a lot to get the news into my world. It's a blessing. It's a really, really, really good thing. And it's funny, like, I mean, Matt, you know, and I think you listened to a little bit more news than I do, but we we actually talked about it on a on a podcast a while back. I had to turn you away. I'm like, dude, you need to go fix yourself. 
I was watching too much. Yeah. You should go fix yourself and come back. I don't watch television news anymore. If I want to know something, I'll go and read and do do my things because then I can limit my time much better and I don't have to hear the tonality because the, just the tone of news right now is ugh, anywhere you go. doesn't matter which one you watch. We didn't realize, Matt, that it was the news that had done that until afterwards we talked and analyzed it. Cause I felt bad going like, dude, you got to go fix yourself and come back later. Like I'm not, I'm not recording with you right now. And it was later that you came back and you're like, uh, it was the news that did that to me. Like I didn't realize that I had let a certain streams into my world and got me all fired up and bent. Yeah. That's how fast it can happen though. And that's where you need to be careful. No doubt. Easily fixable though. Easily fixable. You just have to choose. I mean, it, I'm just saying it's, well, and you know what? It is easy. I don't even want to go down the path of like, oh, but this is hard. It's not hard. You just have to choose. And your non-conscious brain might challenge you a little bit, but you'll feel so much better when you get through that. You have to make it important enough. If you make it important enough that you want to change your perspective and your view on what's going on, the option is there. Not everybody is seeing the same picture. And I think it's really important to understand that, that not everybody is seeing the same picture as you are. Whether you're seeing positive or negative, not everybody's seeing it. They're choosing to see what they want to see. And you have the option too. Everybody has the option. Yeah, no doubt. So, well, thanks, Garrett. This is a good one. I appreciate you running down this topic with me. It's kind of fun, short. Yeah. Hopefully some perspective change out there. Hopefully y'all are like doing your quadrants and you're like, Ooh, Matt and Garrett, high positive. I feel so good after this. Cause that's what we really hope, hope for you too. We hope that you're in a great energy state and we hope that you win big. I want everybody to see big wins across the board every day. And hopefully we're helping you get there. I do too. Except for the guy that throws the dog poo in the street across the street. I, I don't know what we're, what we're going to do with him. We'll turn him around someday. If you listen to the podcast, he probably wouldn't. He'd be leaving in a high positive. He'd be like, you know what? I'll just pick it up for this person and throw it in my own trash and take care of it. That was my wife's approach. That was her high positive approach of like, it's all right. Let's just take care of it. Move along. So everybody, I appreciate you joining us today. If you want to check out more about Ninja Selling, go to ninjaselling.com, learn about all upcoming events, installations. Um, if you've gone to installations, there's other classes that are available that you can attend, which is like mastery and coaching and all these other elements that you can uh, grow your business and grow your life around. We appreciate you tons. As always, go check out our Facebook group. Matt already did the intro on that. I'm going to let that one be because I butcher it all the time. Have an amazing day and we'll talk to you soon. And Matt, thank you. Thanks for being on the high positive for me, bud. Thank you, man. Take care, everybody. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.